There's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. On this episode of Pushback. If you're concerned about the direction our culture is heading, then maybe it's time to push back. Greetings, everyone. This is Pushback. And once again, Dr. Johnny coming to you uh, this week uh, with, I believe, uh, sort of a kind of a part two of last week's podcast. Last week, I did a podcast called Name Names. And uh, this is sort of Name Names Part 2, but I just want to go a little bit deeper. And this one's entitled, There's No Place Like Home, because I want to even reach out further than our immediate realm of influence in regards to the words that we speak and the power of the tongue. Um, Obviously, the title is in reference to uh, good old Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. And of course, Dorothy uh, felt like she was stuck in Kansas and was dreaming of a place, you know, somewhere over the rainbow. And when she found this exotic land, she realized that all she really wanted was home. And, uh, and she said, there's no place like home. And she found her way back and was grateful for the things that uh, maybe bored her before. And so last podcast, I talked about the word dominion and the power of the word. And it was found in Genesis 128 initially when it read, then God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And, and we talked about the sort of the beauty of the relationship of the creator to the created and, and how Adam and Eve played a, a significant role. It was actually Adam and woman played a significant role in the creation of what the father created. And uh, if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, I'd encourage you to do that. I think it would help a lot within the context of what we talked today. Uh, Genesis 2.19, it said, Out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. And, and the, what I loved about that passage is that God wanted to see what Adam would call them. I, I just feel like there's, you know, we, we think about the God and, and the Godhead. And we feel like they were, he would probably instruct Adam or tell Adam or lead Adam into what to name them. But instead he sort of showed up with a curiosity to see what Adam would name them. And there's just something kind of precious about that in the fact that, that the father in his dominion and in his creativity gave us authority to actually exercise it on the earth as we see fit. And he wanted to see what we would call them. It shows the importance and also there's a soberness to this idea that our words, what we name people, the people that are our influence, um, the people in our realm of influence, what we call them and what we name them matters. 
And we do it on a continual basis because the Father continues to bring them to us. That's sort of where we left off on that last podcast. See, this is a cultural issue. Culture is my favorite word, and, and, and I'm an equal opportunity pushbacker. And so I understand that when we talk about these topics we've been talking about the last couple months, it's a pushback against society and the culture that's coming at us. But there's also this internal culture in our own lives and in our families, like we talked about last week, but also just in our church and in our region. And I really want to connect with that, our home, our homeland, the home place where we live. It's so important and so critical that we understand our role where we have been planted. Now, we talked about dominion and that dominion, I love this, dominion is the kind of authority that enables the ruled things, the created things, to develop and open up as they should. It's, it's a picture of tending and keeping, of cultivating, of breathing life into the kind of authority that enables the ruled things to develop and open up as they should. And that's probably even simplistic because the word dominion is so multifaceted and so deep. But you'll be happy to know that Adam and Eve, I'm sorry, Adam and woman were not responsible for the whole world. If you read Genesis 1 and 2, they were given a very specific environment, a very specific region, a region of land. If you read Genesis chapter 2, there were actually riverheads that actually formed the boundaries of the region that there was theirs to tend and keep. They were given this region, and their children, under the cultural mandate, were supposed to reproduce that culture over the face of the earth, fill the earth and subdue it. That was the cultural mandate given to the first family. And so when we understand that we as uh, living on this side of the cross, the New Testament church, uh, the brothers and sisters restored into our identity of who we are in him, that the Father and Jesus actually created the church to be a regional entity here on this earth. Why do I believe that? I believe that the church was created to be regional and not denominational. I believe that denominationalism is actually another fancy spiritual religious word for division. Slicing up the pie in different pieces. Whereas we were actually supposed to be planted in a certain region and to take responsibility, to take dominion for that region. That's why Paul wrote his letters to the church at Ephesus or the church at Corinth. These were, these were regional entities that were, that were responsible for that, that regional environment, the government of that, age, of that area. Now, we can have within churches in a region, we can have different styles, different flavors, different cultures, even, even different priorities that reflect the leadership. And I think that's healthy and good. But all of those things should be present to actually serve the region. And it should, those services should be, when we have services, when we have actual meetings in church buildings, those should be, according to scripture, to equip the saints to do the work. 
What work? The work outside of the church, the work in the region to bring life and culture to that region. Outside of the church, not just to serve the church itself. My friends, that is a country club mentality where we serve the country club and its members. And what I see, what I, what I don't like that I'm seeing is that church today has had a country club mentality where it's about equipping the saints to serve the country club. I have a friend and, and friend of our family, uh, Jamie Van Gelder and his family. Um, I just honor this man. I've learned so much from him and continue to. And so I just honor him in this podcast. And he has a church uh, in the southern aspect of the Twin Cities. And he, maybe more than anybody that I know, has such a regional mindset about his church. He believes that the Minnesota River Valley, which is where his church is located, has, has been given to him in, in the authority and the dominion that he operates in. Now, that isn't meant to be an arrogant statement. It just means that he knows that he's planted there, and so he's taking responsibility for it. In fact, I will, I will quote Pastor Van Gelder when he says, what you take responsibility for, you have authority in. What you take responsibility for, you have authority in. And so we obviously see that in our families and, and those, you know, in our close realm of influence. But we also are supposed to have authority in the region in which we are planted. It's literally where our feet walk, the land on which we own or walk on or, 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 or have influence in. And I know that Pastor Jamie, because of what he feels for the region and what, what he is nurturing and fostering there, that he has actually looked into the historical um, aspects of the region, the spiritual aspect, aspects of the region, because he takes responsibility for it. And remember, where he has a responsibility, he has authority. He's actually looked into some of the Native American relations and, and some of the tragedies that has actually taken place in that region. And he's gone after it because he sees the importance of it. Why? Because dominion is the kind of authority that enables the ruled things to develop and open up as they should. Isn't that what every pastor should want? I know that's what he wants. And, the, and in the operation of his dominion, he sees the key to operating an authority in his region. And to, to operate in dominion in the region actually develops and opens up the region as it should. That's called tending and keeping. That's called, that's called having dominion. And there's power, as we talked about in the last podcast, about the name, about what we name things, about what we speak over areas and regions. And what we're referring to here is our home. And my friends, there's no place like home. Where he puts us, where we develop roots, where, where we grow and develop is where we have authority. It's called home. And, and we have the ability to speak 
blessings or curses in that area and in those regions. As you know, I live near Staples, Minnesota, in central Minnesota, and actually in a couple of months, we'll actually mark our 20th anniversary of living here. And so it's my home, and, and, I, and I have great value for it. I'm from and grew up in a town called Prior Lake, Minnesota, which is also south of the cities, of the Twin Cities. And, and I love it, and I love hearing stories about Prior Lake because it's mine. It's, it's where I had roots, and it's important to me. We become somewhat of a volleyball family, uh, mostly because one of my daughters is an avid volleyball player. And so we follow her around and, and do the volleyball mom and dad thing and enjoy that. Uh, but she's also very into the Minnesota Gophers, uh, who's a very high-ranked volleyball team over the last several years. And the libero for the Gopher volleyball team is from Prior Lake, C.C. McGraw. And I connect to that. Why? Why is that even important? I don't know her, never met her, probably never will. But it's because she's from my hometown. And there's no place like home. There's something special when we hear about somebody or something happening in our area. There's a, there's a, a regional authority that is meant to be in place because of where the Father has, has placed our feet. Just like with Adam and woman, they were given something special that was theirs. And we've been given something special that's ours. And we are to bless the land. We are to be the releasers of blessing to our land and where we live. My little town of Staples, you know, has about 2,800 people. And, and, you know, looking from the outside in, there are some economic and some cultural hardships uh, over our town. It's a small town. It's not a wealthy area. And, and there are times when you can even feel the frustration or, or the misunderstanding of what's happening in our town. And, and when I see some of these hardships, I feel the Father speaking to me and saying, what are you going to do about it? Like, I could be disappointed or feel like the trajectory of our town is not what I would want it to be or hope it would be. But what am I going to do about it? And the reason he's asking me that is, He put me here with dominion and with authority. I remember when we first moved here, uh, I I was an avid runner and would do a lot of running and and also walking. And and, and I would would take time to bless our town. Like geographically, I I was a long distance runner, so I could cover a lot of ground. (laughs) And it's not a very big town, so I could could practically circle the town and and bless it and, and release words of life. I haven't done that for a while. I, the Lord's reminding me over these last weeks, as I mentioned last podcast, about the importance of what comes out of my mouth and what I speak. Speaking life and, and blessing, speaking dominion. I need to enter into my town with the kind of authority that enables it to develop and open up as it should. Hmm. I need to bless our leaders. Speak these things out loudly to them, to others, because that releases blessing and wholeness over the region in which I've been placed and planted. 
I know there are several pastors that, that listen to my podcast. And if you're one of those pastors or, or ministry leaders, I'm asking you in this podcast to become regionally minded. What do I mean by that? It's certainly you care for your flock and, and what the Lord is calling you to in your church, but, but to have vision for outside of the four walls of your building and, and the place that your building has been placed belongs to you. Like the church at Ephesus or the church at Corinth. What about the church at Staples? That can't just be one church or one denomination. No, there's a, there's a regional authority that's been given to all believers in that area. And you're supposed to run in unity and with intentionality for the purpose and the calling of the region so that it can develop and open up as it should. If you're members of these towns or of these cities, I'm asking you to become heavenly minded. What do I mean by that? It means to be like Pastor Jamie and, and, and learn about our area. Even learn about the strongholds in our areas. Uh, there, there may be strongholds of, of alcoholism or drug use or, or poverty or violence or fatherlessness. Or, or there may have been even you know, history going further back about land treaties like around the Mississippi River Valley uh, with the Native Americans or wars or slavery or, or things that have happened in our region. I remember when Pastor Jamie was looking into some of these travesties that took place uh, with the Native Americans in his region. I didn't really understand it, to be honest. I, I didn't understand why he was digging up old history and taking, taking on something that he was never responsible for. Or is he? See, that's my point, my friends. What you take responsibility for, you have authority in. Do you get it? Pastor Jamie never committed these atrocities, but he takes responsibility for his region. And in his region, there was bloodshed. And it's okay and it's right to repent and clear the deck. That's what people with authority and dominion do. They subdue. It's part of dominion. Remember the, the multifaceted word? Kabash was one of those words. It means to subdue. It means to put under our feet. And we don't want to give the enemy any kind of authority or power or dominion in our area that may have been given to him previously. So if you live in your region, then learn about it. Dig into it. Become intimate with it. Um, be knowledgeable about it so that you know how to pray. You know how to repent. You know what to repent to. And we've said this before, and it's so important and critical in the realm of this podcast and the things that we're discussing. Don't be afraid to enter into realms or positions of authority or even politics in your region because you carry a heart. You carry dominion for that place. What, what a better place to be in a place of prominence where you can daily speak it out with righteousness. Just become aware of the things that are happening around you. Our little town has a very old school. And it's becoming a problem. Even just the heating and the air conditioning and the conditions of the building. And, and they've tried to pass things in the past to try to fund either a new school or, or repairs. And, and it just has never gained traction. And it's frustrating. But there's a, a new referendum. And if you're a local listener... <laughs> 
in the Staples area. I, I've really prayed about this and I, I'm going to vote yes for this ref- referendum. Some may think that it's sort of a band-aid to a bigger problem, but I feel like it's an injection of life and hope into our region. Our taxes may go up a little bit, but I, I feel like it's an important piece because we have a regional authority and a regional culture. We want to be proud of what we have and we want to take care of our children. And we can do that by being generous. It's just an example of knowing what's going around and knowing what's happening in your area. So the Lord has placed you in your home and there's no place like home. And he's brought people and neighbors to see what you will name them. Will it be blessings or will it be curses? Will it be life or will it be death? Will it be encouragement or will it be discouragement? Will it be glimmering with hope or will it be negative with despair? See, we have the authority to do that. We, we don't, we're not just innocent victims of the culture. We're not helpless. We set the culture. As families go, so goes the culture. That's why I feel like these messages are important because everyone who's listening is from a region, from an area, from a neighborhood, from a community. And when you step outside of your door, when you step outside of the doors of the church, you have a responsibility. You should have a responsibility. And when you do, you carry an authority. So what is yours to tend and keep? What is your area? What is your authority? What is your dominion? Run with the cultural mandate. That's what's been given to us and our families. Have a regional mindset and watch things shift across this earth because it starts from that organic grassroots place, which is right in our own backyard. Thank you for listening to this and listening to my heart and passion because we carry that authority in that place. And I care so much about our culture and it starts with us and it can even start with the words that come out of our mouth. Can you believe that? Even the words that come out of our mouth. So listen to these words. Let's go together to set and shape the culture.